0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 358. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be bold, take risks, and conquer. Tired of having your shopping cart managed in one place, CRM in another, and website and email marketing tools in yet another? Entreport integrates all of these into one powerful solution. Go to Entreport.com slash fire today. Onnit is a health and wellness brand focused on encouraging a peak level of human performance through a combination of both physical and cognitive methodologies. To learn more and get 10% off your supplement purchase, go to onitcom slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, James Swanick. James, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Big time, John, big time. I'm ready.
0: (laughs) All right. James is a New York-based ESPN anchor on SportsCenter, Author of Insider Journalism Secrets and co founder of the international agency Croc Media. He now teaches aspiring journalists and graduates how to get a job in the fast paced journalism industry through his course, How to Become a Journalist. He also teaches people how to get stuff done via the productivity membership group, Get It Done in 30, and teaches men how to be better men via Alpha Mail Club. Well, James, you're quite a busy guy for obvious reasons. So thanks for taking a couple minutes today to chat with me, to chat with Fire Nation. And I've given our listeners a little overview, but take a minute, tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of all this great stuff you have going on.
1: Yeah, thank you, John. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Well, uh, as you can tell from my, you know, silly accent, I'm Australian, born <laughs> in Australia. Uh, I became a newspaper journalist for a Rupert Murdoch broadsheet uh, back in the early 90s and, uh, when I was 17 years old and was a journalist there for about six years. As most Australians uh, want to do, they want to go, they get the travel bug. I moved to London in uh, uh, 1999, uh, became a sports journalist there for Sky Sports, which is like the British equivalent of Fox Sports here in the US. Uh, covered the Cricket and Rugby World Cups there in 1999 uh, worked for a couple of the, the, the tabloid newspapers over there, worked for Associated Press. Like many guys do, they fell in love with the wrong girl and uh, you know she broke my heart and <laughs> so I had to get out of the UK, John, and uh, I always wanted to live in America. So I got a one-way ticket to Los Angeles and I didn't know whether I was going to turn left or right out of the airport and I ended up in a, uh, a Hermosa Beach hostel where I lived for about 90 days, paying $12 a night, sleeping in a room with about six other snoring travelers and working on a job site in Bel Air, earning $75 cash a day alongside a bunch of uh, Mexican laborers for about three months. So it was fair to say at that point my, my journalism career had sort of dropped considerably. <laughs> or
0: it was on hold.
1: <laughs> it was on hold. But you know what? I decided I wanted to make the U.S. my home. Uh, I did. I sorted out the, the the paperwork and everything, and I turned myself into a, a Hollywood uh, interviewer, if you like. And so, you know, I'm in Hollywood, I'm surrounded by all these movie stars. And I just started interviewing celebrities. My first interview was with Jack Nicholson. Um, he was promoting a movie called Anger Management with Adam Sandler. And that was the first interview I did in Hollywood. And that was followed by Arnold Schwarzenegger for Terminator 3. And I, you know, over a few years, I just started interviewing more and more celebrities. I got to go to the Golden Globes and the, and the Oscars made a really good living doing that then turned that into a business where I I sort of hired like 70 of my other journalist friends in the US who would send me their interviews with celebrities and then I would sell those interviews on their behalf to the UK and to Australia and to the United Arab Emirates and to South Africa and all over the world, turned that into a pretty good business. 2009, the financial crisis came and my business kind of crumbled overnight. All of a sudden, newspapers and magazines were buying half as much from me and paying me half as much and I actually lost that business and pretty disheartened, I ran away to Buenos Aires for about five months to go and quote unquote find myself, <laughs> ended, up, ended up in a spiritual mind uh, place in Uruguay where I cried in front of 35 people, they, they broke me down, John, if you like and I decided that I was you know, quite insular and self-absorbed and always thinking about me, me, me and why did I lose this business and that was kind of like the flipping point, really. I, 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 I moved back to Los Angeles. I read a book called Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi on the, on the flight back. And that trip and that, that time in the spiritual center made me realize that I was – I kept asking people when I met them, you know, how can you help me rather than how can I help you? So I changed it all around after that trip. I came back to L.A. and I started helping people. And as a result, one of the people that I helped – knew a, an ESPN producer and introduced me uh, to this guy. And he was looking for an international you know, uh, sports anchor, if you like, for, for SportsCenter. I ended up auditioning, doing a screen test, and I realized a 20-year dream of hosting my own you know, television show or hosting a television show. So I got to be a SportsCenter anchor on ESPN wow. uh, for a couple of years and <laughs> got, to, got to become friends with Magic Johnson and people like Tim Tebow and Jerry Rice. And then I, you know, I figured, well, I'm going to write a book now. So I wrote a book called Insider Journalism Secrets, created an online information product called Alpha Male Club and, and a monthly productivity group called Get It Done in 30. So, you know, from, from dark days back when the financial crisis came and being a very un-Australian male and crying in front of 35 people, <laughs> I managed to kind of turn it around and now, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying everything and, and just, you know, doing whatever it is that I set my mind to.
0: We were talking in the pre-interview, James, about our mutual friend, Lewis Howes, and he has yeah. this devastating, heartbreaking story with a female that he shares all the time, and you yeah. have one too, and and I've definitely interviewed a lot of people who have gone through a pretty massive heartbreak before they've gone on to bigger, better, and different entrepreneurial ventures, so that could be a trend of sorts. so <laughs> yeah. for all you listeners out there that have been through one or are going through one or are still waiting to go for that first one, when it happens don't fear because there probably is a silver lining waiting just over that horizon at some point. If you can just stay positive and drive forward somehow, some way. And and one thing I do kind of want to focus on for one second before we move on, James, you talked about that first celebrity interview you got with Jack Nicholson that yeah. really kind of started the ball rolling. And then you interview some other really big people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, etc. Yeah. But what I want to ask you being a fellow interviewer and just knowing the difficulty is when you're first starting off to get those big names because everybody always asks me, John, how did you get Seth Godin? How did you get Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk? And I definitely have my ways and I have my reasons and I share that. I'm very transparent. But I want to know how you got your first big interview.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, what I did was I literally got the phone book. I mean, this is before I knew how to use the internet properly. (laughs) I got the phone book and I looked up Sony Pictures, Universal Pictures, 20th Century Fox, um, uh, Warner Brothers. And I literally cold called these studios. And I asked for the publicity department of these studios. And I just said, hi, my name's James Swanick, and I'm going to interview celebrities. How do I do it? And, you know, as as you may know, like all the movie studios want to promote their films to, to the press. To make, so, they make their, the stars of their films available for interview. So, I literally just called all of the major movie studios and only one of them called me back um, and that was Sony Pictures. And you know, I said, you know, I'm a journalist. I've been a journalist for a number of years. I, I, I'm out here in Hollywood. I want to do this. And they said, yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, if an opportunity comes up, it'll come up. And I remember I was in that Hermosa Beach Hostel uh and I came back from, from a day hot and sweaty from being a laborer on a job site and I went to check my email and I had it was one of those machines in a hostel foyer where you feed like a dollar note in and it gives you like seven minutes of internet time, John, right? <laughs> So I fed I fed the dollar the dollar note in and I checked my email and there was an email from this woman in the publicity department of Sony Pictures and she said hi James it was great to meet you a couple of weeks ago we've got an opportunity coming up to interview Jack Nicholson for the film Anger Management are you interested <laughs> Well, you know what, John? Right there, my whole life changed, you know, right in that moment. And I remember there I am sitting in shorts, you know, uh, a T-shirt. I'm hot and sweaty. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. I've just been on a job site trying to speak Spanish with my Mexican colleagues. And all of a sudden, I'm being offered the opportunity to interview one of the greatest Hollywood, you know, screen icons. And, uh, you know, literally two weeks later, I found myself in the Armitage Hotel in Beverly Hills, sitting down for a 30-minute one-on-one interview with... Uh, with Jack Nicholson and it was all because I literally picked up the phone and just phoned these movie studios you know I just decided that was what I was going to do and I didn't know that that was I didn't know it was going to pan out that way when I picked up the phone and truth be known four of the five studios didn't even return my call but one of them did and that's all you need a lot of times and you know from there from that Jack Nicholson interview that got published uh, in a magazine in England called Loaded Magazine, kind of like a British version of uh, FHM or Maxim, if you like. And from there, I just photocopied it like 20 times, went down to a Kinko's and then got the address of like 20 other magazines and newspapers and you know the four other studios and just sent that published article with Jack Nicholson off and said, hey, I'm James Swanick and I'm interviewing movie stars and here's my interview with Jack Nicholson. And if you need someone to interview any of your other stars for any other films and get in contact with me, and then that's exactly what happened. It just, over the course of three months, six months, a year, I just get all these opportunities. Started interviewing people like County Reeves and Brad Pitt and George Clooney, and Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie. And it just sort of went on from there, John.
0: Wow, you leveraged the social proof from that one interview from Jack Nicholson. That was all you needed. That was the big break yeah. that opened up every other door. Because once you're the guy that interviewed Jack Nicholson, you're the guy yeah. that can interview anybody and everybody and again it is about that publicity game so once you've proven yourself once your model is proven you're a proven commodity and you leverage the crap out of that james and i commend you for that so thank you i'm going to bring this back now to the focus of the entrepreneur on fire interview because this is about your journey and we love starting these interviews off james With success quotes, now we got a little sidetrack because you just have so many interesting stories to share and I can't wait for the ones that are coming up after this, but I know you have a great success quote because we talked about it in the pre-interview, so take it away.
1: Yeah, my my greatest success quote, if you like, that inspires me is, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. And that's from George S. Patton, the great uh, war general. Uh, look, I've lived by that quote for years now. And that is, do it now, do it now, do it now. A good plan right now or today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Here's the problem when you wait till tomorrow, things come up. There are things that you can't imagine between possibly doing what you need to do now and what you are going to wait to do perfectly tomorrow. And that will just derail your plans. So in everything that I've done, it's always like, okay, what can I do right now? What am I going to do now? It doesn't have to be perfect, but I'm just going to get this train moving. I'm going to get this ball rolling and I'm going to do it now. And when you do that, it just creates momentum. And any plan that you have in your life, if you just begin, if you just start, things start to happen. You know, Things just get done. There will never be a perfect time to do anything. But you have to take the time that you have and make it perfect. You know, you just got to go out there and do it and just get it done. So I love that quote. A good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow.
0: Well, James, I love that quote. It resonates incredibly well with me for a specific reason. And you may not know this. And in fact, I think you don't, but a lot of listeners do because I've shared this multiple times on past interviews. Is that I was an Army officer for four years in the US Army and spent 13 months specifically in Iraq. And so, you know, Patton was somebody that we studied, but this was not a quote that really resonated with me until a specific situation. We were in a firefight back and forth in Fallujah, and here I was, a 23-year-old officer, trying to make a decision, trying to win the quote-unquote battle that could turn the war, and I'm trying to come up with this perfect plan, and my platoon sergeant comes over, shakes me, and says, Lieutenant, a good plan now is better than a great plan later, because we may not be alive for that great plan, That's and right. that clicked with me right there, and I made a good plan, not a great one, but a good one, and we got through the day. And I've always taken that forward with me. So I love that you shared that. That really just resonates with me for that specific reason and many others throughout my entrepreneurial journey. I'm really glad that it resonates with you on yours. And I know and hope that it resonates with many of the listeners here today on the interview. So thank you for sharing that, James. And what I want to do now is move to another point in your journey because you shared with us some great stories already. You've shared with us some challenges, some heartbreak, some aha moments that you've had. But we really want to focus now on one story, one failure that you really think would be valuable for our listeners today to hear from you. And again, this is a story about your life and the lessons learned. So take it away, James.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you one main story and one one small story. And, And the failure really was, you know, I, that news bureau that I started where I had my friends sending me me stories and I was selling them overseas. You know, the financial crisis came and, uh, you know, we had to shut that 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 news bureau down. And, and that, I felt like a failure, you know, and I failed at that. And it was easy for me to blame it on the economic conditions, the greater financial crisis. But the truth is, is that I should have, you know, I should have seen ahead. I should have been able to handle that I should have known that that was coming and have made contingency plans for that and I didn't. And so, you know, that for me was a personal failure, not being able to figure that out and, you know, having to lay off people. Um, you know, I, I don't like to use the word fire. I had to lay them off because I just couldn't afford to keep them anymore. And that was that was really hard. That was really challenging. But from that, you know, failure and sort of running away to Argentina, if you like, for, for five months to, like I said, to find myself, I, you know, I, I, I started to realize that I couldn't play the victim, that I had to actually take responsibility. That business didn't close or didn't fail uh, because of the financial crisis. It closed because I just wasn't smart enough as a, as an entrepreneur. I wasn't smart enough as a businessman. I didn't, I, I didn't know how to to, to to rise to the challenge, so to speak. So from that failure came a burning desire inside of me to get the answer, to find the ways to ensure that that didn't happen again. So, you know, yeah, it's a cliche. Every failure leads to a success or, you know, you'll learn from every failure. But it's a cliche for a reason, John, that, you know, going through that gut-wrenching time really brings you out the other side stronger. Uh, the other story was, you know, when I hosted Sports Center on ESPN, when I was doing my screen test for the first time, I had a panic attack. Like I've been dreaming of hosting a television show for 20 years. In fact, if your listeners go to my website, Jamesswannick.com, you can see a home video from when I'm 14 years old pretending to be a sportscaster back <laughs> at my family's home in Brisbane, Australia. And there's a little clip there. I've just got this high-pitched voice, you know, <laughs> and I'm just this kid. And for 20 years, I dreamed of hosting a television show. 20 years later, I'm in Bristol, Connecticut at the home of ESPN in, in America, and I've got this opportunity to do a screen test. And I'm sitting in the studio, and the ESPN director's counting down in, in, in my ear, you know, like three, two, one. And I just have to say, good evening, everyone. Welcome to SportsCenter. I have a panic attack. And I don't fear the failure. I fear... The success, like I'm fearing, like wow, what if I actually get this? What if I actually realize my 20 year dream and get the job? How is my life going to change? And I had to stop, like for the first, you know, 10 seconds, I had to stop. Actually, can we do this again? And just, just to let, let me just give you listeners how my first screen test went. It was like, hello, welcome to Sports Center. I'm James Swanick. Now that's really dull, right? That's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> the panic was just overtaking me you know it was awful and the truth is that first screen test was awful and the the producer when we watched the video later he said no that's not very good somehow he (laughs) gave me another chance and he invited me back the next day and i went back the next day and i psyched myself up and i did it the next day and the next day instead of saying hello i'm james Swanick, welcome to sports center i said Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Center. James Swanick here alongside Anthony Howard, here to take you into the weekend with a smorgasbord of sports. Let's start with the NFL. <laughs> a little difference there, James. A little different. And then I got the job. And then, you know, I realized my dream. So just coming back to your initial question, you know, the failure, you know, I failed at that business, but it's a, 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 at the news bureau, but it inspired me to to learn more about business and to make sure that I succeed the next time. And then I failed at my first screen test at Sports Center at ESPN and it was diabolical. It was so bad. And I hope they never release that particular screen test no
0: they should james they should release it and i'll tell you why so when i first started my entrepreneur on fire journey i hired a coach it was the best decision i made and we did a screen test we did a test interview a couple months in before i had done any interviews and i recorded that and then i put it away in the archives i thought i'd never be listened to again but then for episode number 275 so almost Nine or 10 months after I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, I brought her on, Jamie Tardy, my coach, for the first time ever of interviewing her. And I interviewed her. We had a great time, a great rapport. We went back and forth. It was killer. And then I said, you know what? I'm inspired because I remember what my first interview with Jamie was like. And so after the outro, I waited five seconds and I said, hey, are you guys still there? And I posted my first ever screen test with her, where instead of saying, okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I said, okay, Fire Nation, let us get started. And (laughs) that was exactly your experience with ESPN. And I wanted to show that, you know what? James wasn't always awesome at everything that he did. John Lee Dumas was Definitely not very awesome when he first started Entrepreneur on Fire. In fact, you can go and listen to episode one and then 25 and then 50 and then 150 and see my progression. It's right there for anybody to listen to. And I'm sure you progressed during your time at ESPN as well in a number of different areas and everything else you've done in life. So it's a great lesson learned. And James, I'd love for you just to boil it down for Fire Nation to just one sentence, one lesson, one takeaway they can have from that experience you had.
1: Keep. Moving forward. I just said that to myself all the time when I was really nervous before those auditions. And that was saying to myself, keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward, James. You know, like when you're nervous and you don't want to do it and you're scared or trouble is around and you're just being hit by obstacles the whole time, just say to yourself, keep moving forward and then just move forward because. Yes, it might seem awful and challenging and horrific in that moment, and you may not know how the hell you're going to get out of it. But just keep moving forward. Take the next step, and when you do that, things just pan out.
0: So James, we're going to keep moving forward because you have so many exciting things going on right now. Many of which we mentioned in the intro. I mean, it's just a lot of really exciting entrepreneurial ventures. And I would love for you first off, just kind of break down each one of those for Fire Nation and then share with us exactly what your vision for these different ventures are.
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you. So I have a website, it's jameswanwick.com, and you know, there I I coach people. Like I I, people come to me for one-on-one coaching and I and I coach them about various things. That's the that's kind of like the main thing. I've written a book called Insider Journalism Secrets. Um and if you go to insiderjournalismsecrets.com, you can check that out. And and basically that's a book teaching Aspiring journalists and media wannabes, how to make it in the media industry. So, if you want to become a te- television presenter, or you want to become a DJ, or you want to become a newspaper or magazine reporter, or you want to interview movie stars and celebrities, like I did for a number of years, uh, that that program—it's you know—it's a book and then a series of interviews that I've done with other journalists can really show you uh, how to do that. Um, I've just spent the last eight months working on a product called Alpha Male Club um, and that really utilized my interviewing skills. So I've sought out like the world's leading mentors to teach men how to be better men. So, for example, I interviewed John Gray, author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, and he's teaching men how to keep the fire alive in their relationship. Nice. I, got a, I got a UFC fighter called Mac Danzig who teaches men how to deal with pain, you know, how to work through that pain. I've got the 2005 World Series of Poker Champion, Joe Hatcham who's teaching men how to use body language in negotiating, you know, or in social skills and how to use your body to sort of, you know, to get what you want and, and how to to tell if someone's lying, you know, these kind of things. Uh, and that's been a really, really great project because it's enabled me to, uh, you know, interview a lot of my, my heroes, you know, and, and right. get some, and, and I, you know, obviously I'm a man and I, I want to hear all of this stuff and how I can be a, a, a better man. Uh, so that's Alpha Male Club. And then uh, and then there's another product called Get It Done in 30, which teaches people how to get stuff done. It's a, It's a monthly course. You sign up um you know you commit to achieving a goal in the month for example September October November whatever month it is and you 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 say to yourself i will complete this in the month of etc and if i don't i will have to pay a penalty and the penalty could be like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something so it's like an accountability uh, project and it's great. We've inspired people to lose forty four pounds uh, of weight. We've uh, had people who've swum farther than they've ever swum before just by doing uh, you know incremental gains every day. We've got people who write a thousand words a day who are in this group, I and mean, it, it's 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 really great. And then I've got my first uh, Amazon book coming out called Celebrity Confessions. Uh, what Hollywood's rich and famous say about sex, money and success, which is a collection of quotes from all of my Hollywood interviews between 2003 and, and, uh, and 2001. So, you know, Jack Nicholson's quotes are in there and Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. So, so yeah, I'm doing a few things. And then, you know, on top of that, I do, um, you know, I host SportsCenter a few months of the year uh, and do that part-time now. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping myself busy, John.
0: You're keeping yourself busy. There's a lot of cool things on your plate right now. That get it done in 30 is fascinating to me. I mean, holding yourself accountable is so important and so difficult for entrepreneurs. And that's actually the thing that I have people joining my mastermind Fire Nation Elite most for is to be held accountable. So I love the direction that you're going there with that because it's just something that's so needed out there. And James, just share with us one thing that you have on the horizon, something that you're just really excited about. that's coming up, it doesn't have to be a project or a service or anything, but just just something that gets James excited.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing uh, in a couple of days from now, John. I'm going to do a ten day vipassana meditation at the Joshua Tree in California. So you know, I'm describing to you about all these projects that I have yeah. on that I'm doing. And it's great and it's awesome. However, at times, I feel like I have so many thoughts rolling around in my brain. You know, like it becomes overwhelming at times. And part of my challenge is probably to strip back some of the projects or to try and simplify some of the projects that I'm doing. So part of what I, uh, part of doing that is me committing to going and not talking and not writing and not having a cell phone and not having internet and just sitting. For twelve hours a day and meditating for ten straight days, I don't know (laughs) what's going to happen, John.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm terrified of that.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm terrified of it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether I'm going to come out and I'll be like a changed man and I'll just (laughs) say, "That's it. I've had enough. I'm moving out. I'm going to become a hippie. I'm going to go sit on a beach." And I'm going (laughs) to. I don't know, but but what I think will happen is that I will get absolute clarity, you know, and I'll just turn off. The, the 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 clatter or the chatter in my mind, and just be able to to go inward and and get that clarity. So that's what I'm really excited about, and I think that's really going to help me in in my business ventures moving forward. It's going to help me in my in my personal life moving forward as well.
0: I love that word, clarity, James. I would love for you to reach out to me at some point after that and let me know how it went. I've been to Joshua Tree many times. It's not too far from where I live here in San Diego. And if that's something that works with someone like you who just has such a a similar entrepreneurial journey as I do, I feel like it could be of huge value to myself as well. Because you know, when I took on the challenge of being the only seven-day-a-week podcaster that was going to come out with inspiring interviews with successful entrepreneurs... I really had to buy into the acronym FOCUS. And do you know what that acronym is, James?
1: No, no, tell me, John.
0: Follow one course until success. I love that. <laughs> if you ever can use it during a sports center, I know that you're going to be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be our that'll be our keyword right there. So, <laughs> James, I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey. It resonated with me on so many levels. I know it's resonated with Fire Nation on a ton of levels, and I hate to do it, but we've got to take a second here to thank our sponsors. One of the most frequently asked questions I get, besides how do you make money, of course, is how do you stay focused and get so much done? My answer, it's all about taking great care of your body. Think of your body like a car. The type of fuel you put in it and how you take care of it on a day-to-day basis will determine how well it runs. Hey, taking good care of your body is time consuming. I know. Now, imagine a company going out and taking some of the best professional athletes, along with some of the world's top medical professionals, and teaming up to create unique foods and dietary supplements designed to help your body run at peak performance levels. Enter on it. Their science is airtight, and they take care to create a really simple and unique approach to helping us achieve total optimization of the human machine. Get 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onit.com slash fire, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Imagine what you could be doing to scale your business right now if you weren't managing your email marketing, CRM, your sales, and your business automation from separate platforms. Entreport to the rescue. Entreport's all-in-one small business management platform integrates all the software you need to start, systemize, and scale your business. Sound too good to be true? Oh, it's true. Take it from Evan Pagan, founder of Hot Topic Media. In search of powerful software designed with entrepreneurs in mind, Evan decided to move his entire business over to Entreport. This was no small task, as Evan had a robust business with over forty products and several large customer and prospect lists. In no time, Evan's business was being managed entirely under Entreport's integrated software platform, as opposed to many disjointed systems. And is now growing faster than ever. Sound like your kind of platform? Head over to Ontreport.com slash FIRE to find out how they can help your business run more efficiently today. This is truly a perfect segue to my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, James, and you come back at us FIRE Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: It was It was fear. It was the fear that I had no business experience and that I wasn't good enough. You know, I was interviewing successful business people as a, as a journalist back in the day. You know, I was interviewing famous people, but I didn't really know how to turn that into a proper viable business with employees and with, you know, wages and all that kind of stuff. And, and what I realized is that actually I was interviewing some of the most successful people in the world, some of the most successful business people in the world. I had access to them. So, I could learn from the, I could make these people my mentors. So, I actually had the tools to go and create a business for myself and become an entrepreneur. It was just the fear that was holding me back.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Your customers are your boss, or your customer is your boss. A guy called John Cornell, very famous Australian. Businessman. He was a film producer. He produced the, the very famous Australian movie Crocodile Dundee yes. uh, featuring Paul, Paul Hogan and he also was very uh, influential in creating World Series Cricket in Australia back in uh, the late 1970s and, you know, I read an interview with him a couple of years ago where he very, you know, he pointed out, he said, listen, your customer is your boss. Your customers are your boss. So, in business, it's like I can set out with the best plan and go, Oh, the people are going to love this. They're going to love what I'm going to do here. I'm going to do this and they're going to love it. But in actual fact, it doesn't really matter what you think they're going to love. It only matters what your customers love. So, you need to get feedback. You need to find out what they want and then you need to give it to them.
0: Love Crocodile Dundee. And can we do the quote, Knife? That's not a knife. <laughs> go for it. Go for it.
1: That's not a knife. Now, that's a knife. <laughs>
0: Love it, James. Oh, what great memories that movie brings. Love the 80s. So, James, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success?
1: I'll tell you what I do. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I do is I say that I'm, I say what I'm grateful for. I just spend five minutes in bed saying, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that, I'm grateful for this person, I'm grateful that I get to wake up in a bed with a roof over my head. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. And when I do that, I find that I get out of bed very positive and then and the whole day just flows from there. I like to go to the gym and exercise pretty much right after that and I find the endorphins of that, that releases as well sets me on a great path. So by the time sort of I'm ready to start work for the day, I've, you know, I've gone through a whole lot of gratitude mantras and I've exercised and I'm just in a really, really positive state of mind. So I would just encourage anyone who wants to be positive throughout the entire day to be grateful in the morning and to exercise in the morning.
0: James, you have an internet resource, like a never that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, I've got two of them. Uh, fancy Hands, is a really good one. You spend about, I think it's about $50 bucks a month, $55 a month, and you get 15 uh, requests. So essentially, you just, they're, they're, they're an assistance company. So essentially, I when I want a flight book or I need someone to look into flights, I just email fancy hands and I say, can you find me a cheap flight from LA to Denver, say, on this date? Give me the options and I email it off. And within about 30 minutes, I get a response back. Um, with those flights. And it's not just flights, I mean, it's anything. You know, can you send flowers to my mother in Australia at this address and they'll do it for you? Can you do such and such? I mean, a whole bunch of things. And that's really good. And then Asana, A S A N A, which is, you know, helps you get stuff done as well. If you've got a team of two, three, four people or, or above, that's really good to keep you on track, set the goals, deadlines, all that kind of stuff. In fact, I met the creator of Asana in San Francisco not long ago, a guy called Justin Rosenstein who actually is credited with creating the like button and Facebook. He was one of the original engineers in in, in, in Facebook and uh, he he really got me on to Asana. And then one last one. If anyone keeps a diary out there and writes in a journal, stop doing it. Check out O-Life, olife.com. You put your email address in there and every day it sends you an email saying, what did you do today? And then you just type it in what, what you did the next day and then, And then it does that every single day. And then, you know, after a week or two weeks, it comes back to you and says, what did you do today? Oh, and by the way, this is what you did two weeks ago. And it just tells, you know, it includes what you wrote about in there two weeks ago. So it's a great online journal.
0: Wow. Three great resources, two of which I've never heard of, Fancy Hands and O-Life, both of which I need to check out. And Fire Nation, you'll be able to check them out because these resources will be linked up on the show notes page eofire.com slash james Swannick. james if you could recommend one book for our listeners what would it be
1: you know what i keep recommending two here i'm sorry <laughs> john but i got two one never eat alone by keith Ferrazzi that was a really influential book in my life uh, it's all about how to connect with people it's all about giving instead of taking it's all about how you start a conversation with how can i help you rather than how can you help me So I definitely encourage you and your listeners to check that book out, Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. And the other book I just finished reading is uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. I know that you've read that book, uh, John, because I've heard one of your podcasts, you were referencing it. But that is a great book. It was a very controversial book, hidden for 70 years, just released a couple years ago. And Napoleon Hill identifies the greatest obstacles that we face in reaching our personal goals including fear, procrastination, anger and jealousy and when you read that you can understand the human mind and why we don't fulfill our potential and that will inspire you to fulfill your potential.
0: I love that recommendation because I love that book. Like you said, hidden away for 70 years. There's a lot of conspiracy theories as to why it was, but everybody's heard of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a book that he wrote after Think and Grow Rich that really just has some incredible insights that James just mentioned. I personally listened to the Audible book of it, and I loved it. It was incredible, and EO Fire, you do know that if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of either Never Eat Alone or Outwitting the Devil at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And James, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Okay. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Before I answer that, John, I, I, I would have loved to have asked that question of all the Hollywood celebrities that I interviewed <laughs> over the years. Thank
0: you. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine asking Angelina Jolie that question? You just get such a cool answer. You know?
0: Oh, man. It would involve... I. Uh, never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what I'd do. I would probably spend the $500 on a good microphone, and I would go to a public place like let's just say in London, Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park, London is a great example. I'd sure. grab an old Apple box, I'd stand in front of the Apple box with my $500 microphone and I would just start talking and I would start, you know, sharing the experiences of life that I have had and, and, and hoping that people get something of that and they can, they can learn from it. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm going down the path now of Wanted to get up on stages and talk to people and talk about, you know, my experience and really inspire people to do whatever it is that they want to do. And so I think if I had the 500 bucks, John, it would be on a good microphone that could reach as far and wide <laughs> as possible and could, you know, help me inspire to as many people as I can, because that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm liking to do at the moment.
0: Very cool, well I hope you'd be recording your speech while you were speaking at Hyde Park and then producing it as a podcast as well because of course if you want to reach as many people as possible, what better than a podcast?
1: Yeah, maybe I should spend two fifty on the microphone and two hundred and fifty on a on a on a good microphone and, and, a, and a video or audio editor. One of those
0: very... Adobe Audition, James, all the way to the bank. Okay. And James, I have incredibly enjoyed hearing your journey. You're just a great storyteller. You have inspiring stories to tell. And I am honored to be able to share it with Fire Nation, which in the month of August, James, we had over 400,000 unique downloads in over 145 countries, so you can see the power of putting your stories out there, of of putting it into audible form, of writing it down, of sharing it via books. I mean, I hope the listeners are really taking note that it is going back to the major theme that you stated multiple times, which is just take action, just drive forward. And what I would like you to do, James, is just to give by your nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, my best piece of guidance is is really just do it. It's like the Nike slogan, just do it. It's genius. It's three words, you know, or get it done, you know, or keep moving forward. Just keep it simple. Three words, just do it, get it done, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. It, any one of those three is going to help you really take action now in the today. Do it now. Uh, in terms of where you can find me, my, my website is jamesswannick.com. Let me spell Swanick because it's a little bit, uh, it's got a silent W in there. It's J-A-M-E-S-S-W-A-N-W i c k swanwick is s w a n w i c k com check out alpha com and get it done in 30 com as well for those other projects
0: Awesome, James. And Fire Nation is well aware that everything that you've talked about, the resources, the books, all of your contact information, eofire.com. We have a podcast tab. You're hanging out in the archives there. We also have a search bar. They can just put in James. You're one of the few James that we've right next to James Al Toucher. How's that for you?
1: Yeah, nice. I love James. Great. Yeah,
0: he's a great guy. His new book, Choose Yourself, incredible. Not that we need to throw more books and resources. We've <laughs> already been sharing enough with Fire Nation today. Yeah. They're <laughs> overwhelmed. They won't listen to tomorrow's podcast now because there's just too much i know i love consuming james thank you for sharing your journey with fire nation we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side thank you john when i first started scheduling interviews i used google calendar skype calls were delayed because details like time zone we get lost in translation i needed a new platform to help so i switched to schedule once now it's smooth sailing If you're ready to switch to an e-commerce platform that runs this smoothly, it's easy to transfer your shop to Shopify. Get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. That's shopify.com slash fire.